up? What's up? What's up? I am back. This is Agent 26 with Agent 26's Turning Artists and Entrepreneurs podcast. I know it's been a while. I've been gone for a minute. I've missed you guys. I hope the feeling is mutual. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you wonder where I've been and why I stopped making it temporarily. Love to answer all those questions and also have a great topic for you. Um, but before we get into the topic, I had made my last episode in December and it was really good. Things have been going really well. And I kind of just wanted to work and work on some video content. I was really messing around with the prospect of using video and, you know, trying to, you know, work with YouTube to kind of get the message out there. And, you know, I just wanted to kind of experiment with things. You know, this was going really well. I enjoy it. Uh, I like podcasting. It's very easy for me. Uh, But I did want to kind of expand into creating video content that could be enjoyed by people who maybe don't like to listen to podcasts as much. But I am back and I'm happy to be back. Uh, Today, I believe it's Thursday, March 7th. I don't know if I moved the podcast to Thursdays, but I did want to come back and touch base with you guys and talk about something that's been on my mind. Uh, A lot has changed. Um, I've definitely expanded some of the business and if you haven't, uh, been to agent26beats.com. I highly suggest you go. <laughs> Much has changed since December. If you have been, thank you and I appreciate your support. But I am back and let's get right into the topic today, shall we? But before I get into all that, let us now have a word from our sponsor. We'll be right back. So there's been a lot of talk about artists wondering whether or not they should release, you know, singles, EPs, you know, LPs, um, or whatever other EPs are out there that I'm not aware of. Um, <laughs> basically, people are really kind of conflicted by this. I, I meet a lot of artists, especially in, in Los Angeles, who feel like, yo, man, like, it'd be really great if I could just, like, drop an album, you know, like, I'm really, really, like, looking towards working on an album. And then you have another school of thought where people are wondering, uh, is an album the best thing? Should I really make an album? I'm kind of on this single thing. I'd rather just drop several singles and kind of see what happens. Here's my take on this. And I think it's really important that this is talked about and that we kind of have some discourse uh, on the topic. I respect anyone who wants to make a cohesive body of work. So if you're going to make an EP or if you're going to make a full album, you know, at least 10 to 12 songs, I have nothing but the most respect for you because I understand just how hard that is. Um, I recently put out an instrumental album called Mute that is available on all major streaming platforms. And I can tell you, I don't have to rap. I don't have to sing. Uh, Trust me, you don't want to hear me do that. And I can tell you, it was really tough for me. Uh, (laughs) So I can only imagine having to go through the process of doing that and just how hard it is. So to me, I I fall into the line of people who say they want to make singles. So if you're out there as an artist and you're kind of wondering what you should be doing, in my opinion, you should be striving to make songs. The reason why is because you probably, if you're asking these kinds of questions, you probably don't have the buzz yet where a high enough number of people are asking for a project from you. 
And it's much better to make an album when people want to hear an album. I think we all can agree with that. But when we're listening to a new artist or, you know, we're kind of scrolling through Spotify's, you know, rabbit hole of playlists, I'm kind of looking for uh, a single. And I think it goes down to my theory of how we discover new artists. I believe discovering new artists is done a multitude of ways, but let's talk about an organic way. Let's say most of the population uh, in the music industry makes money from streaming. Most of the population that loves music is listening through some streaming platform. That's Pandora, that's Apple Music, that's Spotify, that's Tidal, any, uh, any host of others. I don't want to disrespect anybody, but those are the main ones that I know of, and that's usually where people find their music. Now, let's take Pandora. Pandora was one that I definitely knew about before I knew about the other two. Pandora's platform is, let's say you love Drake. We all do, right? So let's say you love Drake. You, you go Drake Radio. And in Drake Radio, you may hear something from Party Next Door or Roy Major or, um, I don't know, some uh, other, maybe Wizkid or, or something like that. But you don't, let's say you don't know who those artists are right so you listen to drake music and you're hearing some of the hits you know um you know hold on we're going home or you're listening to a company or you're listening to something from more life and all of a sudden a song comes on from the weekend and you hear call out my name or something right you're like man this is this ain't drake but i like this right it wasn't forced upon you you just kind of eased into it it's one single it's bite-sized and in in the weekend's case it's one of his best songs so it's like the best representation of his style of music now you can hear that song with no bias with no you're like oh well this guy kind of sounds like a dude i'm already cool with right i kind of like his music the weekend has songs with drake you're like "Mm, okay this guy's dope let's say you hear the whole song you really like it and you're like you know what i'm on the train right now i'm at the gym or I'm doing homework or whatever the case may be. And you're like, I'd like to hear more from this guy. And then all you have to do is type in the weekend into the search bar and you're like, oh crap, he has a whole catalog. Well, I know I love this song. Let me listen to the rest of his catalog. And then you listen and then you're like, man, this guy's got good stuff. And you start hearing more and more of it. You're like, yo, this stuff slaps, man. And then once you get like four or five songs added to your playlist, you're slowly going into what we call, what I call becoming a fan. And this, to me, is the organic, natural, normal way that I think all people want to find music. And that doesn't come from dropping a 15-track album and then shoving it into SoundCloud and trying to get people to become fans. No one wants to spend an hour and 10 minutes discovering if you're dope. They'd much rather spend three. So with that said, you may be thinking, okay, so that's how people like to be discovered. Well, should I just be making singles? How often should I be making singles? These are good questions. I think that it needs to be congruent with your time and your work ethic 
I don't think a song a week is what you should be doing if your schedule doesn't allow you to make a song a week. Now, if you have the means, knock yourself out. But understand, there's costs for cover art, there's costs for mastering, there's costs for all kinds of things. So frequency may be tough. But if I was to throw a number out there, I would say that within a year, people should be able to expect at least two songs a month from you. And the idea behind that is that there's something really beautiful that happens when like you're working small and you're working creatively. Like uh, one of the things I've done in the break since I've uh, had, had taken a hiatus from making this podcast is I begin to make projects every month, right? So I wanted to do something that sparked my creativity and that pushed me out of my comfort zone, right? Because making beats and just posting them on YouTube and putting them on uh, my uh, BeatStars profile, that stuff is easy. I can do that in my sleep now. But what am I going to make that pushes me as a musician, not just as a producer? Um, and th- that was kind of my thinking. So like every month, I try to put out something. And I put it out commercially because I want to uh, force myself to say, okay, this is the real deal. People are going to hear this. This will be around after you die, so don't mess up. <laughs> you know? like I try to put this pressure on me because it forces me to be creative in a way that I don't think I ever have been before. Speaking of which, uh, my lo-fi album, Smoking Purple, comes out March 11th. Uh, go ahead and search your boy up on Spotify and you will see that. Um, so these are the things that you have to be able to do. So it's always a good thing to have yourself creatively looking towards the next thing. Also, when you're working small, it's much easier to concentrate. Instead of saying I have to make a just like a monstrous, huge album and it's got to be the black album, it's got to be Illmatic. Instead of trying to compete with these giants in hip hop, wouldn't it just be easier to say, I just want to make a great song. If I do nothing else this month, let me make two songs that can push my career forward. And they can push your career forward because they'll be consistent. Most likely, if you're only making two songs, you have more time to put into them, so they're going to be better. And because you know you're going to be making songs every month, it gives you the freedom to take risk. And that is incredibly important for a musician. Last thing I want to touch on with making singles is this. If you're putting out two songs a month, three songs a month, four songs a month, what this also does is it cuts your production cost down. And it doesn't mean that you can go about this being cheap, but I'm saying instead of trying to work on a, a 10 to 15 track album, and you only have two songs, that's only two beats you need to lease out. Only two things you need to buy cover art for. And most importantly, only two tracks that you have to learn how to digitally market so people can hear your message. It is a much easier thing to work small and steadily than trying to hit home runs with everything. I'm talking about hitting singles, getting a very high batting average, right? Now, if you, if you can't you don't follow the metaphor, what I mean is work in increments, work smartly, work in a way that allows you to not feel overwhelmed or stressed. Don't overdo it. Don't oversell it. Don't kill yourself with like a huge schedule. Many artists have developed 
this procrastination within their brands and within their work simply because they're like, I got to get the album right. I got to get this huge thing right. And it almost always will lead to disappointment when you're making something that people aren't really looking forward to. No one's expecting an album from you. So put out a song, see the, see the results from it, make an ad campaign. If you want to promote the song before you make it and then you want to promote the song while it's out, so be it. If you want to spend the month making one record, but like that whole month you have campaign after campaign after campaign done, you're making these, these really big productions, you're paying for features from known artists, and you you can really get creative with this stuff. You can start making songs that really have some umph to them because instead of making, you know, uh, a bunch of weak album cuts, you're making like bangers, like things that can be heard in the club today. Which, by the way, for playlisting, I'd highly recommend it. Um, uh, last thing I want to also say is, uh, if you're going to do this this method of making singles, try to stay out of making sad songs. And it, it's, it's it's funny to me because you you wouldn't think I have to say that, but like a lot of artists, you know, uh, love the creation of music and and then they, they get into the I want to tell my story. The single method, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, is not for the introspective storytelling artist. I don't think that that's the method that you should go. It can work, but I would much more recommend you make songs that are fun, that get people dancing, that are exciting. They don't have to be club songs, but at least songs that make people feel good, talk about a love interest, things of that nature, I think work best for this method. Okay, so um, that is the end of this episode. And uh, I thank you so much for listening. I'm happy to be back and I'm really excited to be sharing more value with you guys. Um, as always, and as before, if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, feel free to email me at agent26theproducer at gmail.com or hit me up on across all social media platforms at agent26official. Appreciate it again, guys. Sorry for leaving. I promise I won't again. I'll be back next week. Peace.